0: Let's take a trip to the early 90s on the Super Hits Podcast. We're talking about Unbelievable by EMF. Let's do it. Oh, it's the Super Hits Podcast. (laughs) Oh. We're talking about Unbelievable by EMF, and I'm uh, taking the lead on this one. It's Alan, your old pal. Slip with five eyes or slip.
1: I'm uh, Mega,
0: Mega Dice Clay here <laughs> joining you on podcast. Ugh. Oh and I'm, and I'm you're on camera. Unbelievable. I, I'm you're on camera, so I'm so distracted by your big mug. I'm <laughs> gonna shut it off. Hey, whatever you want, buddy. Just no, uh, leave it on. I don't j- even notice. J- just keep your clothes on. All right. <laughs> Let's get into it.
1: All
0: right. All right. So EMF are an English alternative rock band. They came to prominence in the early 90s. They had an initial eight-year run from 1989 to 1997. And during that time, they released three studio albums before taking a hiatus. Albums in the studio! Oh! The original lineup consisted of guitarist and principal songwriter Ian Dench, keyboarder and sampler... Um, Derry Brownson sampler, sample player.
1: Sampler. I
0: love it. Bass guitarist Zach Foley, uh, drummer Mark Declodet, and DJ Milf. <laughs> Jeez. And singer James Atkin. So a bunch of dudes. Bunch uh, of dudes. Dan Atkin and Brownson are still active members of the band today. Zach Foley passed away in 2002 at the age of 31 due to an overdose.
1: All right, peace.
0: The name EMF is uh, the initials for Epsom Mad Funkers. Yes. A name taken from a fan club of the band New Order in 1989. Nice. On the reissue of the band's 1991 album, Shooper Dip, which we'll talk about in a second. Hmm. Uh, after the song Long Time, there's a hidden track titled EMF. In this, the chorus lyrics start off with E for Ecstasy, M for Minds in My Feet, and F from Us to You. And then move on for, to E for Ecstasy, M for oh, Motherfucker, Motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> and then F from Us to You. So I don't know. Okay. I don't know which it one's could be true. anything. It's nebulous. Yeah, exactly. On May 7th, 1981, that is when Schubert Dip released. The name of the LP was explained by songwriter Ian Dench. He said, "If I'm, uh, If ever I'm short of a chord sequence... I nick one for Schubert. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, that was good to good. To, it's good to know. Yeah. Besides unbelievable, other singer uh, singles from the album included, I believe, children and lies. Lies. The track lies on the first pressings of Schubert Dip originally begin with the sample of the voice of John Lennon's assassin, Mark David Chapman, Jesus. reciting the first two lines of the lyrics to Lennon's Watching the Wheels. Lenin's widow, Yoko Ono, objected to the sample, and as a result, all subsequent pressings of the album have omitted Chapman's voice. So I'm assuming if you have a copy of that one, it's worth a little bit of money. You
1: know, like, how
0: edgy do you have to be? I know, right? (laughs) Come on. The album was a commercial success, reaching number three in the UK and number 12 in the US. In terms of critical reception, it was mixed. Alex Henderson of All Music gave the album three stars out of five. He said, The only song that comes close to packing up the punch of Unbelievable is the intoxicating long summer days. For the most part, Schubert Dip is a prime example of an album that is simply decent when it should have been excellent. So there you go. Oh! Uh, So this reached number one, spoiler alert, in the United States. So we've got Tom Brahan uh, chiming in from the number ones on Stereo Gum. He said... EMF broke up in 1995, and Ian Dench went on to start another band called Whistler. In 2002, former EMF bassist Zach Foley died of a drug overdose. The other members of EMF reunited a few times over the years, but none of those reunions led to any new music. Ian Dench eventually became a full-on pop music professional himself. After Unbelievable, Dench's biggest chart credit comes from co-writing Beautiful Liar, the 2007 duet from future number one artists, number one's artists, Beyonce and Shakira. Uh, Okay. He said, this is Tom Brand, said, it's fucking insane that the guy from EMF was partly responsible for Beautiful Liar, and for that matter, a few other of Beyonce's songs. Uh, So there you go. Right on. Unbelievable was released on October 22nd, 1990, and was the first single from Schubert Dip. It was released off of Parlophone in the UK and EMI in the United States. The writing credits are given to the full group. It was produced by Ralph Jezzard. The single version, which appears to be an unedited version of the album track, clocks in at 3 minutes and 30 seconds, so they just make it. Nice. Yeah, well done, guys. Uh, Tom Brahan again said, All five members of EMF had songwriting credits on Unbelievable. But everyone seems to agree that Ian Dench really wrote the song. Dench had been out partying with keyboardist Derry Brownson one night, and he came up with the melody during a uh, a hungover bike ride the next morning. So there you go. All right. The band made a four-track demo and were invited to London by record labels. Instead, the band suggested that they should come to witness uh, uh, the band perform on a little scene in a pub called Forest of Dean, So Virgin, Island, and EMI wanted to sign them, but EMI eventually got the deal done. Uh, The CD single for this contains a song with no title. Uh, It only says EMF live at the Bilson, and again, it's got the lyrics, ecstasy motherfucker from us to you. okay. So there you go. According to Song Facts, on their American tour, EMF played this multiple times in every show. It was the only song the audience knew. (laughs) Jesus. So I went to set List FM and it lists 29 US shows performed by EMF, most of which don't have set lists. However, for their November 26, 1991 show at the Roseland Bar Room, a ballroom in NYC, it indeed shows unbelievable as the second song of their 10-song main set and played again in the encore. So, you know, wow. yeah, well, I guess. Go. Uh, EMF's most recent concert Appears to have taken place on July 21st 2023 At the Garage in London, England Unbelievable was part of the main set list There are 47 Versions of the song on Discogs All of which are from 1990 and 1991 With the exception of a Boy George mix Which was released as a promo in the UK in 2001 Uh, It's available in 7 inch, 12 inch Cassette single and CD single the UK 7-inch single, which I own, features Unbelievable on side A and a live recording of EMF on side B. The UK CD single is Unbelievable and then a 5-minute and 14-second long Sin City sex mix of the song. Yes. Can't Sin... go wrong with the sex mix. Yeah. Sin spelled with a C, by the way, not like Vegas Sin City. Ah,
1: very Mystopheles
0: Yes, and the live recording of EMF the U.S. CD single has five versions of the single. We've got the single version. We've got the Sin City sex mix. Yes. We've got a six-minute and 20-second long boot lane mix. Yes. Four minutes and 26-second house mix. Four minutes and ten, uh, four minutes and 10-second version called the hip-hop mix. So. Ooh, okay. Yes, there you go. Uh, in 1992, the single Search and Destroy was also released as a seven-inch single in the U.S., the b-side was unbelievable of course it was i also own the single nice the cover of the single is just the large emf logo across the front with the song title in smaller font a blurry photo of the band appears on the back cover the song is featured on a few emf compilations if you can believe it <laughs> that's, that's unbelievable oh they have oh. remixes and collaborations which was released in 1993 There is an EMF forward slash Jesus Jones back-to-back hits compilation.
1: You know, I mean, that kind of makes sense.
0: Yeah. Five EMF tracks, five Jesus Jones tracks. We have the best of EMF. We have the best of EMF Epson Mad Funkers. And if you can believe it, on the 30th anniversary of the band, they released a five-disc box set.
1: There's no way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah, so there you so, go. Oh,
1: I, I can't even speculate.
0: Yeah. So, as you can imagine, the song appears on hundreds and hundreds of other compilations. Yes. Uh, a few of note, Hammer Hits, Yes. a two-LP compilation released from EMI in Germany in 1991. The track list isn't too bad, but the Hammer song on the comp is Help the Children. <laughs> it's all the least cool fucking Hammer song. Yes. Uh, we have now. That's what I call music. Nineteen released in the U, uh, released in the UK in 1991. It's a double LP. The track list is decent. We have big hits. Ninety-one, a PolyTel comp released in Canada. Nice. The track list is very awesome, especially the back-to-back conducting things and I rhyme the world in 80 days. Ooh, that's, <laughs> that's so many It is. Yep. Uh, pro wrestler J Rock. <laughs> J-, J Rock, yeah, J R O C C used this as his entrance music in the Indies, as well. Disgraced pro wrestler Joey Ryan yeah. uh, used this as his entrance music on the independent mu- uh, scene in uh, PWG. So there you All go. Right. Uh, Unbelievable has been used uh, in the 2000 movie Coyote Ugly. Oh, yes, that's right. The 2000 movie The Replacements. The 2008 movie Definitely Maybe. The 2005 movie *The Jacket* and the 2016 movie *Central Intelligence*. Do you want to talk about lyrics? Let's do it. Oh, oh! (laughs) So you know what? Like this song has pretty rad lyrics. I think. Yeah,
1: it's not bad.
0: You know, nice some nice poetry. Uh, I have you know pretty obvious lyrics uh, highlighted. You burden me with your questions. You have me tell no lies. You're always asking what it's all about and don't listen to my replies. So, yeah. Sure. Anything yeah. you like? Your, your purple prose. Yep. Just give you away. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, the song is about a girl who is, get this, unbelievable <laughs> in the sense that she is very demanding and offers nothing in return. The singer feels he can do nothing right when he's around her. Uh, Tom Brahan said, On paper, Unbelievable is a song about being deeply annoyed with a significant other. You say to me I don't talk enough, but when I do, I'm a fool. These times I've spent, I've realized I'm gonna shoot through and leave you. But even on paper, all sense of meaning breaks down when you get to singer James Atkins' breathy quasi-rapped breakdown. None of the stuff means anything at all. Atkin is just saying stuff. So yeah. there you go.
1: Um, I would like to say though, my also my favorite lyric is Oh
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, we're gonna get to that in covers yes. and samples. First, yeah. Uh, Samples specifically. Yeah. So we've got a couple of opinions over on song meanings. Yes, please. I Lie Here Charmed said, I must be one of the only people who is completely amazed by this song. I listen to it all the time. To me, it means this guy who is just fucking sick of his girlfriend's attitude. He is telling her she's unbelievable in a bad way. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Prowler Kid said, This song is great without words. Does anyone know where I can listen to this song? I have to put a phone cord in my computer, and it only loads up one minute and three seconds of the video. (laughs) By the way, this dude wrote this in 2006. No. You know, it's not 1995. Dial up internet. Yep. Uh, Joanne de Vivre said... I really like this song. Fits me like a glove. My girlfriend just uh, just started getting so well. Unbelievable. The line you say to me, I don't talk enough, but when I do, I'm a fool. That's her right there. Always complaining, I'm quiet, but every word I do, she acts as if it's the most stupid thing she's ever heard. So,
1: yeah. judging by the comment,
0: she's probably not wrong. <laughs> that is, yep, exactly. Uh, any thoughts on the lyrics, or do we go to reception? Oh, this is reception. <laughs> So, Unbelievable debuted on the Billboard Hot 100 chart during the week of April 13, 1991 at number 87. It, it was between uh, Whatever You by Tony, Tony, Tony yes. and The First Time by Surface. Okay. So, The First Time was on its way down from the charts, but it actually hit number one. That's right. Yeah, it's a slow R&B jam that was yeah, actually recorded. Yeah. yeah, it was recorded in 1986 I said, it's totally incomprehensible to me that it hit number one, especially yeah. in the 90s. The Tony, Tony, Tony song was the fourth single from their album, The Revival. It peaked at number 48. And uh, yeah, it hit, did hit number one on the US R&B charts, though. Little Tony, Tony, Tony. Yep. Unbelievable it hit number one during the week of July 20th, 1991. It stayed there for a single week. It actually bumped Rush Rush by Paul Abdul off the top spot, ending <laughs> a five-week run for that song. Nice. Yeah, here's the top 10 for July 20th 1991 okay. we have Unbelievable at number 1 Rush Rush at number 2 right oh. here right now by Jesus Jones at number 3 yep. open parenthesis everything I do close parenthesis I do it for you by Brian Adams yes. number 5 <laughs> P-A-S-S-I-O-N by Rhythm Syndicate that is, oh. that is all what the is letters up, yeah yeah, spelled out uh, number 6 I want to sex you up by Color Me Badada <laughs> Yes. Number seven, Peace of My Heart by Tara Kemp. Uh-huh. Number eight, Place in This World by Michael W. Smith. Uh, uh,
1: some, some Christian music. For yeah,
0: you. yeah. Number nine, Summertime by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Yes. Number ten, Here I Am, open parenthesis, come and take me, close parenthesis, by UB40. All right. Unbelievable peaked at number four on the Canadian RPM charts during the week of July 13th, 1991. So just around the same time, here's the top 10.
1: Okay, let's hear it.
0: Rush Rush, number one. More Than Words by Extreme at number two. Walking in Memphis by Mark Cohn at number three. (laughs) Unbelievable at number four. Love is a Wonderful Thing by Michael Bolton at five. A Better Love by London Beat at six. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Brian Adams Song at number seven. Uh, Power of Love forward slash Love Power by Luther Vandross at number eight. Ooh, this is the sexiness. Number nine, chocolate cake by Crowded House. Yes. <laughs> and at number ten, Wind of Change by Scorpions. Oh, uh-huh. classic. The top ten hit by or sorry, the top CanCon hit for the same week was Superman Song at number twelve.
1: Ah yes, Crash Test Dummies yeah. Our Nemesis.
0: Yeah, also in this edition of RPM, there's a small story about the latest album by Maestro Fresh West, which okay. shipped gold. Uh-huh. In the article, they said this. Maestro recently returned from Winnipeg, where he performed to six thousand plus fans on yes. June twentieth at the Red River Exhibition. Amazing. Also on the bill were the Dream Warriors and Spunkadelic. And I wish where were we? Where I was said, I? I said, I wish I'd been there. I mean, we were in the city. Yep. Um, but a little young. Yeah. About eight months prior to peaking in North America, Unbelievable peaked at number three on the UK Singles Chart. This is the week of November 25th, 1990. Here's your top 10. And number one, Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. Number two, Unchained Melody, open parenthesis, 1990, close parenthesis, by the Righteous Brothers.
1: So from Ghost.
0: Yep. Uh, Unbelievable at number three. uh, Don't Worry by Kim Appleby at number four. It Takes Two by Rod Stewart and Tina Turner at number five. I got really excited for a second. Yep. Uh, number you six, you ruined it. Yep. Number six, <laughs> Fantasy by Black Box. Number seven, Falling by Julie Cruz. Number eight, I'll Be Your Baby Tonight by Robert Palmer and UB40. Number nine, King of the Road by The Proclaimers. And number ten, To Love Somebody by Jimmy Somerville. Thumbs down to that list. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's not good.
0: Uh, here are some other peak positions from around the world. In Australia peaked at number eight, Belgium, four. Uh, the Euro chart was a uh, number eight Finland Finland 21, Germany nine, Ireland five, Netherlands six, New Zealand 12. so you know, a top 10 hit. yeah all around sure. the world. Uh, let's see what else have we got. We've got certifications gold in Australia, gold in Canada, silver in the United Kingdom, gold in the United States. The song was ranked number 31 on VH1's 100 Greatest One-Hit Wonders in 2002, and number 98 on VH1's 100 Greatest Songs of the 90s in 2007. Not bad for a one-hit
1: wonder. Well done.
0: (laughs) Yep. Australian Music Channel Max placed it at number 547 on their 1,000 Greatest Songs of All Time. So, again, like, just do a 100 seriously I
1: don't understand
0: Rolling Stone listed Unbelievable at number 12 on their 20 biggest songs of the summer the 1990s yes this was listed in July of 2014 in 2020 Cleveland.com listed it as number 41 in their ranking of the uh, best Billboard Hot 100 number one songs of the 1990s thanks Cleveland.com yep uh, unbelievable has just over 81 million streams on Spotify. The official music video has been vil- uh, viewed about 6 million times on YouTube. Let's talk covers and samples. Yes. Oh! Oh! The Oh sample and its Unbelievable sample come from U.S. comedian Andrew Dice Clay, yes. whose material was released on Def Jam. The band therefore had to get a hold of anyone in Def Jam to clear the sample. They were flown to Los Angeles to meet EMI. Dench then happened to see Rick Rubin, founder of Death Jam, nice. in a bar. He answered, Fax my office in the morning and did it for free. Nice. Tom Brahan said, It's hard to explain Andrew Dice Clay to anyone who wasn't around to witness it at the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Somehow a Brooklyn native and journeyman stand-up comic, Andrew Clay Silverstein, had hit upon the swaggering dickbag character yep. and became enormously popular... Clay's whole gimmick revolved around reciting dirty versions of nursery rhymes and smoking a cigarette while putting his hand behind his head. Uh, This made him galactically famous. So there you go. Uh, I sent
1: you and Kid Tetris a a Cool Might video from Saturday Night Live, which was from the episode that the Dice Man was
0: on. Oh, and it was so controversial. I think it was uh, Jan Hooks, like, refused to do the episode and...
1: Was it her, or was it, uh, what's her name? Or Julia oh,
0: Sweeney? I think it was
1: Julia Sweeney who refused. I felt like John Hooks was on the episode yeah. saying she wouldn't give 110%. And it was kind of like a gimmick that she yeah. did. Yeah. But yeah, Julia Sweeney definitely wasn't on.
0: Yeah, Andrew Dice Clay was, again, for the late uh, 80s, early 90s, tons of controversy, right? Oh,
1: yeah. 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 Uh, yeah.
0: And in fact, like the clip where he actually says, oh, and it's unbelievable, I can't even describe, I listened to it, I can't describe it on here. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, ba- good, but you can say, oh, oh, the background drums are a sample from a track called a- Ashley's Roached Clip by the Soul Searchers.
1: Yes, it's a, that's a, a classic breakbeat.
0: Yeah. Uh, when you hear the word one during the song, uh-huh. that's a sample of Ya Kid K singing on High Tech 3's 89 track Spin That Wheel.
1: Yes, Spin That Wheel. We have mentioned Spin That Wheel at least four or five
0: times. Yep. I think it'll be high time to, to talk actually about Spin That Wheel Yep. Sometime. According to the witch eye, the what the fuck sample is from a recording of a member of the Black Panther party. Mhm. Uh, uh, is-
1: I'm convinced that it's someone saying bust a move. Uh-huh. And, and everybody's just too embarrassed to admit it. That it's said bust to move. Yes. Yep. I'm convinced. Uh. It's my consp- <laughs> it's my one conspiracy theory that I have in my
0: life. Oh wow. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, glad to expose it here on the Super yeah, S podcast. Yeah. Uh,
1: deep on the Supertramp podcast.
0: Uh, this has been sampled 16 times, according to Setlist.fm. A few notables: uh, Weird Al sang this as part of his 1992 polka Your Eyes Out" medley from Off the yes. Deep End. Yes, this was included in ESPN's The Jock Jam '99 mix. Yes, there are a number of covers of the song, none of which are really notable. The Chipmunks covered this in 1991, and it sucks. <laughs> My God. Killdozer covered this in 1993, and it sucks, and I stopped bothering to check other ones out.
1: Yeah, it it, it wears on you after a bit.
0: Yeah, let's go to the music video. Okay. Tom Brahan says, The unbelievable video is just a bunch of fast-edited live shots of the band playing, but it's full of little time-and-place touches. The fashion, for instance, is beautiful wacko shit, the Oakland A's hat worn off to the side. The tie-dyed shirt with the sun on it. The baggy <laughs> shorts. The puffy sneakers. The Vision streetwear shirt. Yes. Yes. The drummer with no shirt and giant headphones. The floppy-haired DJ who comes out from behind the turntables to dance whenever he's not scratching. yeah, The t-shirts tucked into sweatpants. Yes. The glitter falling from the ceiling. It's unbelievable. It is. I wrote, these guys look like fucking dorks. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, the stage and the venue look like they're playing at an all-ages show, which is likely what it was. Yeah. In some shots, of the crowd looks like they're into it. In other shots, they look bored. It's hard to tell because the lights keep flashing on and off from the crowd. And my last comment is, so much early 90s rap dancing.
1: Oh, there, there really is. And, you know, there needs to be, like, a seizure warning at the start of this video. My <laughs>
0: God. Do you want to uh, talk about the video or do you want to rate it?
1: Well, we can rate it,
0: all right. sure. All right, the video.
1: So I loved the video back in the day. I was just young enough to think they actually look cool.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, the one dude had the striped Les Paul, which was a killer-looking guitar. And, uh, you know, between you and I, you can't go wrong with Oakland A's apparel. Am I right,
0: big man? Oh, yes. It's, you know what? It's, <laughs> it's, it's unfortunate that that team folded, but the memories will always be there.
1: Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, this is a performance clip. Uh, The cuts are frantic. I liked the dancing a lot. I think it was so dorkastic. it worked. I thought that this was a good effort. I'm going to give it 5 out of 10.
0: All right. Uh, I thought that they looked like nerds. Uh, Obviously, at the time, I'm sure it was super cool. Uh, You know,
1: only for a certain audience, I think, though. I can't imagine this was cool for anybody over the age of, like, 16.
0: Yeah. Uh, I would just say, like... I don't know, it's just live performance clips But for the audience It definitely works, I'm matching you I'm giving it a 5 The song
1: Uh, I mean, this is a super catchy dance rock song And I don't think you can really Go wrong if that's your genre Um, The guitar riff is super saucy The bridge is an all-timer For for the genre Plus, I'm going to give a bonus point for this being the uh, Goal song of the real Winnipeg Jets For a spell in the 90s Yes, 6 out of 10
0: all right uh you know i didn't mind the song at the time then i kind of grew tired of it because you know it's a retro staple at all the retro nights oh yeah but my enjoyment of it has actually kind of grown over Mm -hmm. the years uh so yeah for all the same reasons that that you've given it i'm actually going to give it a seven out of ten nice so there you go that is emf and unbelievable and what have you got coming up next time
1: all right, i go go back a couple of years. Fine young cannibals. She drives me crazy. I'm uh, I'm excited. There's going to be some good stuff in there.
0: Yeah, we've teased this one a few times. So yeah,
1: we've mentioned it quite a few times, and when we go into charts, so it's it's high time that we uh, give a
0: give a deep dive. Yeah, or as deep as we can get it anyway. Yeah. So uh, no one's claimed that cooler shaker ticket. <laughs> yep there's a cooler shaker ticket i've just got it it's just sitting here uh, available for the september 11th 2023 show at least palace in toronto i will give it to you all you have to do is say something <laughs> to us amazing
1: uh, it's a we, free cooler shaker ticket
0: yeah at super hits cast on twitter at super hits podcast on instagram super podcast at gmail.com or just write us with uh, anything you want or requests all that good shit give us a five-star review if you can and you can find me, Slip with Five Eyes, or Slip.
1: I can't even see megamix.com.com is my website. Thanks for listening, friends.
0: Bye.